I called somebody uh, the other day. He did 50 million last year in business. That's a really good producer, right? Yep. Before he even started talking about anything, he was talking to a, a realtor on the other phone. So I was like, hey, what, what's that about? And he goes, um, and you know, this agent's trying to get me this deal and it's contingent upon the sale of another house. And he goes, you know, do you have any ideas? And we, we didn't even talk about anything about coming aboard yeah. or anything. And I'm yeah. like, boom, and I raffled off five ideas right off the top of my head. And he goes, wow, that's that's a lot of good stuff. And, and he has kind of a country <laughs> accent. He's yeah. like, well, that was really good. And I've heard them get off of a phone call and come down to Justin's office and be like, hey, I just called this agent, you know, trying to earn business from him. And they gave me this objection. Justin gives them a couple of ideas. They go right back down to right. their cubicle. <laughs> Here's and what they you call need to say. Welcome to another episode of the Contacts to Contracts podcast. I am Brian Lovell, always here with Mr. John Jones. And today we have a super duper special guest, Mr. Justin Kelly. Justin, welcome back, dude. Yeah, thanks. It's crazy. We, we just sat down to start recording this and I looked up, when did we have Justin on the show last year? It was January 21st, 2021. Today is January 20th, 2022. So this will air in a couple of weeks, but I just think it's pretty cool that here we are yeah. like an exact yeah. year. Yeah, that's pretty exact cool. Year later, yeah. so. About like a century ago. So cool. So there's a there's a reason we bring Justin in, and uh, John and I got some questions for you about uh, a change that you made in your business in uh, 2021. I'm just going to throw out a couple of stats. So in 2020, your team was eight loan originators and two operations partners. Mm -hmm. In 2021, at the beginning, <clears throat> 12 loan originators, five operations partners. Mm -hmm. And the beginning of this year so far, you're at 15 LOs and five operations partners. Sound about right? Yeah. They, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let me roll through some numbers, though. Um, in 2021, the team, your total branch location, had a 6% increase in units and a 9%, 19% increase in volume. But your personal production went down 56% in units. And the branch still had a really significant increase in, in volume. Mm -hmm. So can you share with us a little bit, like what was your strategy going into the year? Sure. So I'll, I'll kind of explain a little bit like 2020, you know, it, we didn't know what was happening. The world was ending again. And so, you know, our, it was great to have our operations small for the fact that, hey, let's just do the loans. Let's get through the year, make money, pay, be able to pay payroll. And then I started to lose loans. It's like, man, I'm not getting to them fast enough. Yep. They were just, you know, they were just coming in, coming Abundance, yeah. Yeah, can, it's like I can, we can only literally do so much. So I said, hey, I need some, I need, I need to start adding some team members. And so, what a perfect time for them to learn. And then going into 2021, hey, that that ship kept sailing and kept going. So it's like, all right, we got we got the team members. They're ramped up. And um, my idea was that I can't connect with all the agents, right? It started, it went from refi back to purchase. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Love purchase. That's what we've always focused yep. on. Um, and so it gave me an opportunity to use them as leverage, but also so they can connect with those agents and start building those relationships because there's no way I could do it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you made an intentional effort to do less loans. A hundred percent. So yeah, year over year, I said, okay, that was great, but we literally did nothing all year, right? There, you couldn't go to parks, you couldn't go right. to movies, out to dinner, whatever. Yeah. So what you're saying is quality of life didn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, this is all I can do right now, so I was to work and make money, right? Yeah. Um, so then I said, okay, and I have two little ones, you know, I, um, at the time a, a two-year-old and one on the way, and said, I, 
I can't do all that all together and be there for my family. So what can I do to make that a little bit better? Yeah. I was like, hey, let me add a little bit more of leverage and we'll keep Quality working on that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. and I've gotten that you know, a little bit here and there. Good. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll get let's get into the business aspect here in a second. But how with the addition with the additional leverage, how has that changed? your quality of life are you are you leaving the office earlier or are you not working on the weekends like what what does that look like sure <laughs> <laughs> oh, that all sounds good no no you know there there are times and it kind of feels weird at first like there's been a couple of nights where i go home and at five o'clock i'm i've actually been done i haven't done that in years, years. right and so you're like this is weird let me go look at my production are we still closing oh we yeah. still closing loans all right this is this is just weird and nice um, so it's been nice to hang out with the kids and enjoy some of that time. You know, everybody says enjoy it while they're there because it yep. goes, goes quick, fast, right? right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Speaking from the guy whose daughter turns 16 next yep. week. My yeah. oldest turns 18 next week. Isn't wow. that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's been nice to where, you know, on the weekends, I still get referrals. And a lot of people don't know. They're like, oh, you just got out of the business. No, I'm, I'm still doing. People still refer me. I just might say, hey, I'm going to have a team member call you and then let them work it. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's the, that's the key piece right there. And when we talk to a lot of originators in our business, right, that are very successful and they do want to bring in an LO, train them, they're reluctant in many cases to, to help them transition into that, like the, the handoff and how, what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious on a mindset, like how you, <laughs> what your approach is to that. So, um, yeah, you think about it. So just to reassure the realtor, you know, that contact that they're still going to get taken care of exactly as you would yeah. take care of them if you were dealing with I mean, it directly. starts with team expectations with my, you know, when they, when team member comes aboard, here's the expectations that, you know, I set and this is mm-hmm. what you need to follow. Right. So you build trust as they start to do deals. You kind of watch over them. You check their work, you know, all the, you know, all those kinds of things. And then I have trust in them. And then, so then I just say, hey, I'm going to have so-and-so call you. They're going to reach out to you and, you know, go ahead and, and give you a call. Because sometimes I say, hey, maybe I'm in a meeting or, hey, I'm at an appointment, right? We always say yeah. I'm in something to show that. But I'm, but they want to see that it's, it doesn't have to be me. It has to be my expectations. And for them to see that they're taking care of it right away. Hey, I want you to get the best customer service and get a call right now. I'm going to have so-and-so call you in just a few minutes. Yeah, cool. And, and then I prep my team members. Hey, here's a lead. They know you need to call them right now, and right. I make sure that they can kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. And, and how does that transition after that deal is done and it goes well? I'm curious. Does that realtor then, are they calling you again and that happening? Or you try to redirect, or do they start calling your team? Sure. So some of them still, at first, still refer me. Um, but there has been some that are like, hey, we love so-and-so. Personality um, Are match, you yeah. okay with me? Yep. And and it's like, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yes. Go for it. Yeah. I, you know, but they're like, hey, I, they, they're like you, or, you know, I enjoy working with them, and it's perfect. And I try to set um, the personality, you know, I know the agents. Right? Yeah, yeah, I try to match them up there where I think they might click the best. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's an interesting story because we have a loan originator that we all know that um, went through that same experience. Like, you know, the the agent started like, hey, I'm just going to call, you know, the, the other LO on the team instead of you. And, of course, the lead LO, the branch manager is absolutely okay with it until they weren't. And, and they had an experience where um, the, the LO that they had kind of passed their relationship off to started dropping the ball. And then we realized we lost – that relationship, that LO, that team, I'm sorry, that realtor, that team started using a different um, LO. And 
I'm just curious, like one of what we uncovered through that was, hey, just because that originator is working with this agent doesn't mean you just completely go out of communication, right? And so, like, do you ever have check-in calls where you're like, you know, hey, how is Sally treating you? How's Jimmy doing or any, anything like that? Yeah, what I do right now is I, um, you know, I make sure, like I keep a kind of a tally of like where I've sent things or I'll keep notes in my email, like, you know, still. And then I'll, and then a day later, hey, I haven't heard because my t- I want my team to actually follow with me too, right? They should sure. be following yeah. up yeah. And, and they should be doing the same thing because really I'm the one, it's kind of like just a keep pass down. Mm-hmm. So why don't you follow up with me? Um, and so I'll, if I haven't heard, Hey, have you touched so-and-so? Oh yeah, we're working on it now. Okay, perfect. And then I kind of know it goes from there, but I'll check in from time to time, make sure that they've contacted them, you know, done it. And then if they haven't, it's like, guys, you need to get on it right now. Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Let's talk about the the growth of the team. So you you made coming into 2021, you made, um, an effort. It was part of your plan to step out of production a little bit and you hired some new LOs. What kind of level of production were, so like from 2020 to 2022, you've added seven. Mm-hmm. Were these like primarily rookies or these LOs already in production? Can you paint that picture for us real quick? Sure. Um, pretty much primarily <clears throat> rookies for the most part. Maybe a tad bit of experience, but nothing really. Um, one was an economics major. One was coming back from Japan. COVID hit and she had to move back. Wow. And her, her mom was a realtor and said, hey, and my daughter's really good with communication. Oh, key. Oh, I like people with communication skills, right? Yeah. Um, and then an, another one happened to be a family member of, you know, somebody that works in our company. Okay, you know, they're interested in our industry. Um, and I found it was actually easier to train all of them at once then actually train one at a time because then you just starting over right oh right. i gotta start all over the- hey why don't we just do this all at- together and thankfully i had enough business coming in to where hey you work this one you work this one and you work this one come talk to me after you work it and then it's like you know you do kind yeah. of those those training sessions yeah so Good. with the rookies it's important that like what can- you pour a lot of effort into getting them ramped up mm-hmm. uh, more so than probably most branch managers that bring in rookies i mean and and Speaking because we, we're located in the office where you have these rookies and, and I hear, we overhear you and how much time you do pour in. What does that look like for you and like how much actual time a week do you set aside for that? Yeah, Would I don't you? I don't know if so I, I set aside a certain amount of time, um, but they know they can always come talk to me. You know, I do have my door shut because I'm trying to, you know, build the business a little bit more too. But I always keep the door open for the most part and they know if it's, it's shut, hey, just, you know, but... Um, outside of that, come talk to me, come ask me questions. Hey, and they, they actually respect, hey, can I come see you? Perfect, yeah, come on in. Um, we'll, we'll go over scenarios, we'll go over whatever they need. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you do, I mean, you, know, you bring them into the conference room here, obviously, and you do training specifically on different loan types, products, qualifying. I mean, I, I've seen you walk through that, so it's not, hey, here's your desk. There's the phone, you know, <laughs> make some yeah, calls. No, no, yeah. So uh, initially with with a couple of them all together, I, we had a whiteboard, a big one, yep. and I would go through, here's the basics of all the different products. Okay, and then the next time is, what, let's talk about how our company is gives value out there to the real estate agents and to Good. the community. And then, and then we take another step of how our team works, you know, and talk about the different things that they're gonna talk about in trying to build their business. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm not going to give them all the deals, you know, they got to earn and work for some of those. So we do right. a lot of those trainings. Um, and then you do learn from experience and, you know, hands-on kind of stuff too. Yeah. Are you doing any one-on-one coaching or is it just kind of as they need it? 
Um, it's kind of like a group. So actually I've, I've segmented to where now my team, I just have a meeting with the LOs and starting this year, mm -hmm. trying something new. And so like this past week, we just had a 30 minute conversation about rates. Okay. And it wasn't really me talking. I want them to talk about sure. it. Tell me about a scenario you just had, right? We're all having them. Let's talk about some of the conversations and I might chime in of, you know, been in the business 16 years or on 16 years now, right? 4% pretty darn good. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, guys, these are pre-COVID <laughs> rates and we were busy before then. Yeah. Nothing to worry about. We were selling rates higher than this in 2018. Right, yeah. right. So um, starting to do that um, the week before we talked about what do you, what's one thing you're trying to do to add referral partners to, to your line? You know, what, what are you doing? What's something unique that you're trying to do or talk about? Um, right now, we're at the beginning of the year. We have great presentations about forecasting and what to, what to expect this year. Mm -hmm. And so we've been doing a lot a lot of that. And, and I'll help them. You know, if they set up a meeting, like we have one tomorrow, um, it's a, a group of agents um, in Tampa. And she set it up. She's like, hey, but I'm not, I don't feel 100% comfortable presenting. Would you help me? Yeah, I'm there. Yep. So I like to be with them. I'm not just here at the top level. I like to be on the front line with them to try to help them. Nice. Good. Mm -hmm. I love it. Now, do you do um, like a weekly team meeting or anything like that? Or is it just, just some training with the LOs? Um, so we used to do a, like a full team <clears throat> meeting. It's been over Zoom because there are people in different areas. Yeah. Um, so now we segmented it rather than the sales and admin side. I'm just doing sales to talk about sales. And then I actually have like a TC supervisor, you know, you know, to, to yeah. talk to them. And he's kind of doing some of that with them too, to kind of like segment it a little bit. Okay. Separate yeah, it. Cool. Mm -hmm. So of the seven rookies that you hired over the last year, um, are they local here to you or have you had experience trying to train and bring on a new hire that's maybe working remote? Yeah. So, um, I've had one that's been true remote since okay. COVID, right? Um, yeah. before I would go and be with them. Um, and so we did everything. She came from a banking background. So I guess per se, taking applications in general, she had, but nothing of full mortgage experience. Um, in her first year, she crushed it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, um, 32 like million, 32 million. Yeah. Um, but she, she was a personality that she's on it. And when she sees something, she learns it once and she remembers it. And that's really helped her excel very quickly, which I've noticed. Right. Yeah. Now the other, the, the local LOs, one of the things there, I'm guessing they're coming to the office. I mean, they as are. much as, <laughs> yeah, yeah and I want to highlight that again, if you're a rookie looking at a lot of people are getting licensed, mm -hmm. getting in the business, see it on the chat groups and they're trying to find remote, you know, uh, new entry level loan officer positions. Just, I mean, what are your thoughts to that? And, um, and the importance of having somebody that, you know, that is going to be a great mentor or leader for you. Yeah. So a couple of things. One is um, I always feel that in person, we're never going to get away with that. For one, that you can get quick answers quickly. Yep. Correct. Two, yeah. you actually, you know, we were talking about you overhear my conversations. You hear what everybody else. So you learn yep. from that just by Bingo. sitting That's near right. each other. Right. Yeah. That's how I learned. I sat across from who I still work, you know, work for. And I got to learn from her yeah. and you were in the office and I would ask yeah. you questions all sure. the time. Um, so that's part of it. The other thing is I've noticed that a lot of people are doing remote or they're not near or just them and they don't get, um, you, you try to get answers or calls quickly and you don't anymore. And then, and then they lose the business because they can't get some of that information fast enough to, you know, to call the client. Yeah. Right. Yep. So here, here, quick call I, or quick thing. I called somebody uh, the other day. He did 50 million last year in business. That's a really good producer, right? Yep. Um, semi local in the, in the state. And, um, before he even started talking about anything, he was talking to a, a realtor on the other phone. Okay, and and so he talked to her, said a couple things. And I was like, hey, what's, what's that about? 
And he goes, um, and you know, this agent's trying to get me this deal and it's contingent upon the sale of another house. And he goes, you know, do you have any ideas? And we, we didn't even talk about anything about coming aboard yeah. or anything. And I'm yeah. like, boom, and I raffled off five ideas right off the top of my head and he goes, wow, that's, that's a lot of good stuff. And, and he has kind of a country yeah. accent. He's yeah. like, well, that was really good. And he's like, really? And I'm like, well, this is what Fanny says. And I didn't even know the guy. A, I gave him information, yeah. but he didn't even have the resources to go and probably find half of that and yeah. didn't even know half of that existed. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is when you're doing a lot of loans, you've seen a lot of loans and you know, that, that's where the experience comes out. And you know, I, I, John, like with you, I, I think some of the things that I see loan officers coming to you with, like I've, I've heard them get off of a phone call and come down to Justin's office and be like, Hey, I just called this agent, you know, trying to earn business from them. And they gave me this objection. Justin gives them a couple of ideas. They go right back down to their right. cubicle. Here's what you need to say. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they're like, yeah. and they, they, a lot of times they'll come back and like that worked. And yeah. I'm like, I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, that, and obviously they'll come to you. I've, you know, I hear them come with, Hey, like I just did this pre-approval this is the hair on it. And, mm -hmm. you know, you, a lot of times I hear you explaining, this is why it is what it is. Like you're giving them the why, not just saying, no, we can't, or yes, we can. Um, or giving them some suggestions on how maybe we could, you know, we can make that work. So. Yeah. I, I find that my brain <clears throat> it's and it took me a long time to do this, but I literally am able to try to work and think, I literally think through every scenario. As somebody's asking me a question, I'm already thinking A through Three H. Three steps ahead. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm already, and, and not only do I think of that, I also think, okay, if you're going to do that, what two objections or, or things? And so it's quite crazy how I think like that now. It's um, yeah. my wife probably would want me to do that on other things. <laughs> <laughs> Your to -do I'm narrow-minded right? when yeah. I get home. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I get um, sometimes it gets like that. <laughs> and, and so, you know, the other thing that made me think of it, you talk about people coming to the office. And and so I like it because I, 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 I want to make sure that they're following my expectations. You know, I get to hear them on the phone as well. And I'm not afraid to interject of after they get off, hey, you might have maybe said this this way or maybe try to reword it. Sometimes it's about the wording. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's the other day I was like, hey, um, 907, you should really be ready to go by 845. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I have nicknames for them and everything. And, and the next morning I'm like, where are you at? You know, it's, it's 9 yeah. o'clock. You should be ready to work. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's the important message if you're new to the business, right? It is a full-time job, yeah. right? A, so, a lot of people try to get in part-time, and if you are working from home remote, true. it's very easy because you don't have a big pipeline, right? It's easy in the beginning to work part-time. Mm -hmm. And if you're at home, you're going to nod off at 3. You're going to go to the gym, check the dry cleaning. You know, we know folks that do that even years in the business. Yep. But coming to the office, right, you're here, you've got to yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. So, Justin, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it in a little bit of a different direction. So you know, right now you've got a number of LOs, but you've also had some that didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And like how, how easily or what metrics or what, maybe it's a gut feeling. What are you using to determine whether, Hey, this is just never going to work out. Um, and then, you know, what are, what are you doing in some of those instances? Yeah. So I, I think there's been a, a few of, they're not following my expectations of pre-approving somebody or, hey, you gotta at least communicate back to me so I know, right? And, yeah. and the communication is not there. So kind of maybe the gut. Um, I do look at pre-approvals. Like I, I had one and I started noticing that she was literally doing nothing. And it's like, are you actually doing the right activities? Cause I feel like you should do all right. Yep. Um, and then sh she eventually said, this isn't for me. Then all of a sudden COVID hit and we had the best two years we ever had. It's like, yeah. man, if you just you stuck timing, with it a little bit you longer. You just missed it, yeah. And somebody that we know very long, 
time, you know, still in the business, but he was working with me a long time ago, Norm. Yeah. And, it, you know, I always said you, you kind of have a breakdown and you have a breakthrough. Like you just feel like you're defeated, you're crushed. And it's like, just give it a little bit more and you'll probably get that breakthrough. And all of a sudden those agents are referring you some of the business. Yeah. Um, so I do like a pre-approvals, you know, their closings, how are their activities going? Um, I'm not afraid to say, oh, you're supposed to be going by offices and doing pop buys or, or this and that. Um, tell me where you went, you know, who did you right. go to see? What conversations you have? Right. Well, um, you didn't really have a conversation. Does that tell yeah. me that you really didn't do it? We need to talk because these are the things you need to be doing. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, so you're kind of monitoring, you know, what activities they are or aren't doing. I'm assuming you've got them on, like you've outlined for them, Hey, here are the critical things I think you're going to need to do to be successful. Cause you're not just like sending out deals to right. everybody, right? They got to bring in their own business as well. I mean, I'm sure you're giving out some, but for the most part, they've got to bring in their own. So you're identifying what are those critical activities, and then you're making sure that they're meeting your expectations. Yeah, so I have a, like a pre-set plan of, you know, especially like the new LOs, what are you gonna do? It's it's like, boom, you're gonna go get signed up for this, be a member of this, you might wanna start looking at a networking thing, right? It's a lot at first, but it's like, you gotta do these things, let's find a couple things that are really working, and especially COVID kind of changed on how we were doing it, we're doing everything in person. So that give changed. us a pro tip from somebody that runs a branch closing 200 million in 2021. What are the three to five things that you would have a rookie do that is probably a good way to start in their business? Um, I would obviously join a team, you know, to get the experience and, and all the questions because you get so much. So I think that's a big, a big piece. Yeah. I mean, um, I, so to that point, I mean, if you're, if you're a new LO or you're looking for leadership, I mean, I would look to find a branch that has a manager, that a sales manager that's actually going to commit and, and help you, get you know, production. become better. At, yeah, get mm -hmm. into production and become better at what you do. And interview um, a few of them. It's right. just like anything else. Like, yeah. you know, if you go and, and, I don't know, buy a car or something, you're going to try a few out, right? You're not just going to yeah, go yeah, one. Sure. Unless maybe, you know, uniquely there might be one. And I mean, but. maybe the shift for, for you and maybe you maybe it didn't happen, but when you were, when you were super busy originating, I'm sure that it was harder for you to get back to a new LO. And now with you intentionally cutting back, mm -hmm. it's a little bit, you're pouring more of your, your more knowledge available. back into your rookies and, and, mm -hmm. and team that you, you're available. Yeah, and it's cool to see them grow. So I think I think having that role model, that experience, you know, vet them of what kind of experience they have. Um, I think you can easily be part of a realtor board in certain areas. Okay. You know, some I've noticed are a little bit more of a struggle than others. Yep. Um, but I think that's a great tip. Um, you got to be willing to hammer the phones, not be afraid. You know, you got to get your scripts in play. It's not just, oh, I'm going to call you. What am I going to say? Pre-plan what you're going to say, which yep. obviously having that knowledgeable branch mm -hmm. manager type person. Um, but you got to be able to willing to hammer the phones in probably a couple hours a day yeah. until you start setting up some appointments to meet with agents. Um, I would focus on focus on that. Um, I would focus on maybe even you can pull the list. Like if again, if you're with a big branch or a big team, maybe they can pull the prior production and start calling on the agents. Not everybody is very intentional of calling all the agents maybe you can actually pick up some relationships of deals they've closed successfully, but maybe you just never set up that one-on-one -on -one to meet mm -hmm. with them. Yeah. And so that might give you kind of a semi-warm, you know, lead into a one-on-one -on -one kind of thing. Yep. Um, you know, refinancing over the last couple of years has been very good uh, to go door knock, you know, kind of like what are agents yeah. doing to build business? Yeah. Um, 
friends and family when you first start out like yeah. life insurance i mean they, they have that need or they certainly want to support you right so you've got to make sure all your friends family they know what you're doing mm-hmm. and you've got to remind them on a regular basis so put them on some type of reminder drip campaign and, and one step further is um you know again we focus on purchase right like that's where the end game is everybody knows at least one real estate agent so call mom dad brother uncle grandmother everybody even in your immediate sphere and our phones you have so many contacts yeah. in your cell phones. Shoot a text, call. That's the first place you should start hammering out of, hey, I'm in the business. Do you know a real estate agent that I can call and actually set up? And a lot of them probably know somebody kind of, yeah. you know, fairly familiar to where, hey, my buddy's in the business. Would you be willing to meet him and, and see? Yeah. Where, where does social media fall into that? Yeah, I, I, you know, I have mixed feelings about social media. I think a lot of people do it. I just don't think they do it at a very high level. Okay. Oh, I'm doing this little video and okay, and you're wobbling or you're driving, you know, like, okay, pay attention, drive first, like, you know, right. Um, but I do think that you could easily start posting. And actually, again, that's another database, like all your mm-hmm. friends, high school people, we all went to high school. A lot of us Bingo. still live in the local area, yeah. right? So, hey, hey, you remember me? I'm in the area and I could tell you, um, I got a lot of referrals because I started posting our success mm-hmm. of rates are low, we're on fire, you know, this, that, yeah. or however you wanna, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, hey, I might be interested in buying my next house, or actually yeah. I'm interested in, in buying an investment property, which makes me think of two more things. I focused on the last couple of years on doing a lot of presentations about building wealth in real estate. Um, I have a lot of friends that are about my age that have bought multiple properties through me, you know, getting the mortgage because they're working on building their portfolio because that's one of their pieces to their bucket, which is amazing. But me talking about it and being knowledgeable on how to talk about it, you know, it's opens up on how they can do it and and how they can build it. Yeah. Um, The other thing I did my MBA a couple years ago, 43 people in that class. I'm working on my 10th loan right now through that, that same class. class. Yep. So over what, 20, over 25% yeah. and yeah, an MBA costs money, but now it's starting to, it's easy paying for my itself, en- right? My entry in my first year is I didn't know any realtors, right? I'm trying to door knock and meet realtors. So I decided I'm gonna go to my friends. It was even before Facebook and don't date myself, but it was a little <laughs> before when we were faxing stuff. <laughs> yeah. But I would go to all my friends and say, hey, you know, it's time for you to think about buying a house. You know, you're engaged, you're getting ready to get married. You know, once that get out there, um, by the way, I know a ton of great real estate agents. So you've got to call me first. I'll make the introduction. So that's how I really flipped over to real estate and get relationships with realtors. I was getting the lead first and flipping them over. So if you're young, again, get your your sphere, your friends and uh, that are young looking to buy and and start them out. And, uh, you know, my wife has opened up the door to a couple agents that has been great referral partners. And it's just because I'm married to her. Oh, yeah. oh, you, oh, you're Jenny's husband? Oh, yeah, <laughs> let's talk. And it's like, okay, sure, no problem. But it, I, I think by phone, by your Facebook, maybe LinkedIn, yeah. you know, there's a lot of sphere that you could do warm touches to before you actually even did yeah. cold calling. But I do think cold calling could, yeah. could help the opportunity. Listen, when I was a rookie getting into the business, the company I went to go work for, but before you could even start, you had to bring them a sphere of influence database of 150, and it had to have names, phone numbers, email addresses, and physical addresses, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So part of what happened to, for me to be able to get that was I had to call some of the people and ask them for their physical address. And what it created was a, I had to tell them why. 
hey, you know, I'm just letting you know I'm getting into the mortgage business. You know, this is the company. I'm going, da, 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 yep. da. But it before I had even started in the business, I was already telling people I'm getting in. Yeah. Um, by building that database. What's the clothing company? Always makes me think of this, and they're really good at it. It's kind of like, are you? You're a little annoying, but man, this is really. They do a lot of research. Is it? Um, Tom James, is that the clothing company? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, quit giving me them my number. <laughs> hey, wait, 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 wait. This, hey, this, on this, on this Justin, Justin Kelly gave we me we, your number. We don't shop the fan. This is Bell's Outlet. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, um, but uh, somebody turned me on to them, and yeah, I'm going to give everybody else's name. Like, they're going to experience it too, but they, they would come to you and say, they would look at your social media and say, hey, out of these 20 people, who is it that I can reach out to that might be interested in our clothing line? And it's like, well, you know, this person might have died or, you know, the, yeah. you know this, that, and the other. But, oh, call this person. They might be interested. It always makes me think they do research on you, which I think you could easily yeah. do research on, you know, real estate agents and other people oh, sure. who, who knows who kind of thing. So it makes me think a lot of that yep. um, and have a list and be prepared. They're prepared when they come to you, not only for the sale of you, but where's my next sale? Yeah. yeah. So, Justin, as we're, we just started 2022, have you shifted strategies or anything like that for where you want your business to go in, in, in the new year? Um, as far, so I've worked on, obviously, we talked about pulling out because I want to give more into the team, help build them um, and help them build the referral partners. And then my next strategy is, is working on adding, you know, adding to our core and adding loan officers and um, by doing the things that I've been doing over the last two years, and I'm very thankful to be able to do it, but now I can show that there's been a proven strategy yep. to actually, yep. you know, get to that next level. What does that next level look like? And then here's the things you got to do. You just got to be willing to do them. Yeah. And boom, that's there you cool. Go. So I, I watched the podcast that we shot a year ago this oh, morning. Okay. And uh, cause there were some stats I wanted to pull off of it, but the very first two minutes of the podcast what you said was, there's no silver bullets in this business. Mm -hmm. You said people are always trying to reinvent themselves or create some new way of doing that. Mm -hmm. And you said that I've never had to do that because I never stopped doing the core activities. Yeah, wow, well, yeah. Um, boom. Boom, <laughs> mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and no, and I haven't because I, I've always heard that before in, in other loan officers, oh, I gotta reinvent myself. No, you don't. If you didn't stop doing the same things you always know to do, yeah. and uh, like I, I made the comment to my team, it's not sexy, right? This, no, a lot of same things. It's, it's actually boring. I, I think <laughs> yeah. I, I think the mundane part of it is why people want to start something. Maybe there's a quicker, easier way to go yeah. get more oh realtors. Oh my gosh! But it, yes. It's like, come on! It's it's don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah, right. don't don't yeah. reinvent it. There's nothing, and if you continue to keep your reputation up. It'll continue yeah. to help you yeah. grow into business and opportunity. I think I heard somebody say once that success is boring. And the reason success is boring is because success comes from doing the same behaviors and activities over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And they get bored because they're like, what's next? And that's, yes. kind of, that's where I'm at. It's like, what's next? What can I do? What, what can push me and um, what can challenge me you know, to, to a yeah. certain degree? So, man, is there anything you... I've got a question, though. Oh, what's your, what your vision like? I mean, so 15 loan officers, I'm sure 2022, you're going to end the year. Do you have a target? And what, like your three, do you have a three to five year plan? And if you're out there listening, I mean, this is, a, you know, an incredible guy, incredible mentor and leader. Um, if you're looking to make a change, uh, you know, 
get with him. I, I'll, I'll pay you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I do have a, a, a couple-year plan of obviously adding more loan officers to the team, or in, and there might even be branches that might have come aboard um, for the mindset we just talked about. Mm-hmm. How can I help them get to the next level, and I might be able to help them with that leadership and that yeah, guidance. That's awesome. Um, so it's, And then there's going to be some shifting. So the team structure the way it is now might look a, di- a little different if we were to add you know, three to five loan officers in a okay. year, depending. Yep. Um, you know, I do have offices in a few other cities and, and one in another state. I've been working on trying to find a loan officer in uh, North Carolina. So my next thing is is expanding, you know, doing the expansion model and how does that work like. And, um, you know, if you can build relationships while you're trying to find that person. Mm-hmm. Now, once I get that person, I can basically – all I'm doing is, is doing yep. the same thing in different places. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and then you have, and you have the relationships in North Carolina right now, don't you? I have a few. Yes. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. I I talked to one guy and, um, I was at an event and and started chatting with him and he's in the mortgage industry and he's like, yeah, man, everything's going really well. I'm like, that's awesome. That's cool. And I'm like, well, you know, what are you doing? He's like, well, I think I'm, I feel like I'm just, you know, doing amazing. I'm doing a million dollars a month. I'm like, Oh, cool. That's that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Good numbers. His, his next comment was, I think I'm, I'm ready to take on another state or, or many. I, I need to work with a lender that is licensed everywhere. And I'm like, don't you want to work out a little bit more on where you're at now? Like, that's yeah. great. You're doing amazing. But how about focus here before you in think, your backyard? Right. Yeah. yeah. And so it makes me think that I've, I've done it really well. And then, you know, now you go from there. Yeah, that's great. Man, is there anything you wish we'd have asked you or you'd like to share? Um. You know, I, I think a lot of it has to go with listening to a lot of leaders, right? You, I'm not the smartest guy out there. I just listen to what people have to say, and I truly implement it. Um, I read a lot. I've been reading a lot of books. You know, I actually watched a, a, a kind of like a podcast like this of another officer that's extremely successful. And I was – he didn't really share too much about how his business is done, but it was also what are those other activities. And he wakes up at 4 o'clock every morning. Mm. Like – that's early. Okay, I thought yeah. getting up at six was early, but then he would go through. He has a two-hour thing, and then he actually hangs out with his kids for an hour. Then he gets to the office and then starts his day. And I mean, very dedication. Yeah. yeah, it's very yeah. dedicated. Yeah. Um, so one of his things was is he reads for about thirty to forty-five minutes. I said okay, and I've been wanting to read books. Like we're all very busy, so it's yeah. like how do you add these things? Um, and so I've been starting to get wake up between five and five fifteen every morning. I read for 15 to 30 minutes, depending on when I wake up, right? Yeah. Uh, then I go to the gym, and then I do that. But by doing that over the last three months, I'm on my fifth book. Nice. I should have awesome. looked. I should have looked at this one. It's like this thick. I'm like, this one's <laughs> gonna take me a while. Yeah. But um, so I go back to like Jeffrey Gittermore had a couple of books. Um, yep. One of them is called Get Shit Done. Very, I think his books are very easy to read. Yep, they are. Yep. Reading this latest one gave me like four different books on creativity to actually start reading. And so when you read one, you start getting yeah. you know information and, and leads on on others. Um, so I mean, reading a lot of business books, but it's been allowing me to to yeah. get that done. Well, listen, I say all the time, like if you're not actively <clears throat> growing, you have less to offer those around you, right? And so. You're a guy, a business leader that's got a growth mindset that for your business, you got places that you want to go. Mm-hmm. Well, to be able to do that and to attract talent into your organization, you're going to have to continue to have ways to add value to them. And you're learning how to do that through the podcast and the reading and everything like that. So 
Kudos to you, man. Yeah, and and in that uh, get shit book, uh, get shit done book, um, it's it's pretty entertaining. But he's very, I mean, he gets right to the point. If you think about it, he's like, don't you know why watch TV? What could else could you get done? You know, people go yep. home and and all right, you do family dinner and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. By the way, I do family dinner almost every night. Good for you. Um, and then I, you know, I might work after that or whatnot. Um, but he was like, if you take out the hour or two hours you would watch, you know, we, we were joking earlier, you know, before this, Netflix and yeah. all right, you got you got I it. might watch Ozark <laughs> tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, you, if you were to take out doing that every single night and you replace it with reading a book or spending yep. an hour getting prepared for your activities the yep. next morning, how much more could you get done and how much more pro- productivity would there be? So yep. that's, you know, it's, it's an aha, like duh moment. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and I would say the other thing is it's all about relationships in this business. Um, don't burn a bridge. You might lose some deals. You know, rates are going to change. You, you can't do anything about rates. All you can do is about the activities that you're doing. Yep. Um, and then, you know, if you do all those things and keep building relationships, then you can end the day every day knowing you tried to crush it. Yeah. Dude, nice Awesome work, stuff, man. Yeah, that's good. Congratulations to you. Yeah, Job, thank man. you. Great year. All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Context to Contracts podcast. On behalf of Justin Kelly and John Jones, I'm Brian Lovell, and collectively we want you to know if there's anything you need, we're always here to serve.